0: Caution, learning in progress.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Smarter Every Season. I'm your host Nate Burnham, and today we got a little bit of a different episode coming at you. So, with me in the studio, I have Stu Hurt. Stu, thank you for uh, for joining me today. Thank you. Appreciate the invite. Absolutely. So, Stu, <clears throat> give me a little bit of your of your background. And it is Hurt, right? Hurt. Hurt. Okay. Yep. I, as, as soon as <laughs> I said it, I was like, you know, what? that didn't sound quite right. So <laughs> it's, Stu Hurt. It's, yep. It's okay. German. So. Gotcha. So yeah, give me a little bit of your background, family.
0: Yeah, so uh, my name is Stu Heert. I'm from Greensburg, Indiana. I'm married. I have five kids total. So we have a 24 year old, an 18 year old, a 12 year old, a six year old, and an eight year old. So
1: got the range.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, first gen, second gens, you know. So, uh, but uh, been in agriculture about 25 years now. I guess my family owned a fertilizer business for a long time, and started out there and did a lot of different facets all the way up through, worked at the local co-op after that for a period of time, salesman, sales manager, and then uh, ultimately wanted to see what the big world had to offer. So I (laughs) took a product development job for CHS and I developed a lot of their liquid starter programs, their micronutrient packages, biologicals, that type deal for about five or six years. And then Covid came, so they did a little restructuring and wanted me to move to Iowa or Minnesota, and that was not going to happen. So <laughs> my wife said we will, we will not be going anywhere there. So uh, here I am. So yeah, uh, got hired on here. I'm the national business development manager. I guess I kind of work with Tom Brubaker and his group. Uh, kind of the OEM side, I guess, is the way it falls under. Okay, but uh, so I work with all the partner programs. The Outside fertilizer companies that want to partner with us and and put products on planters and use their products in behalf of the of the grower. So um, and then also kind of the um, the case aftermarket piece of that would be that same kind of that that same fall on. So
1: okay, yeah, yeah. So today, I mean, we're really gonna. We're gonna dive into talking about liquids yeah, and and fertilizer, yeah. and that's right up your alley. <laughs> right up my so, alley, I guess. Um, no, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be a great great conversation, great uh, learning aspect for myself included. Oh, so
0: great. I hope I can do something here.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> let's let's dive right in. Okay. Um, biologicals, right? So okay. it's kind of uh, it's starting to get a lot more common, especially on my side taking calls. Guys are wanting to um, you know get planners outfitted to put biologicals on. What is kind of the, let's just kind of go high level. Maybe some guys haven't done much with it. Okay. What are some of the benefits to doing biologicals versus kind of your traditional fertilizers?
0: Okay, I'd say <clears throat> biologicals are kind of the newest, latest, and greatest thing, right? Um, there's many different facets of it. Um, you basically have three types of biologicals. you got a PGR, with plant growth regulator. Beneficial microbes, which is where, like, your pivot bios, your um, residue degraders, mycorrhizae fungi, all those kind of fall in. Then you have biostimulants, which are the enzymes, the fulvic acids, kind of the sugars, that type of the other stuff that kind of feeds the other beneficial microbes, I guess. So, you know, basically they're, they're bugs, alive or dormant or any of the above. So, you know, it's got to be a natural process um, to be concluded a biological. Okay. I'd say the biggest problem with that is, if you call it a problem, is the fact that they're not regulated. So okay. there isn't a lot of EPA regulation on that, or or labeling, so to speak. So you can put a lot of different things in jugs and and call it whatever you own. Kind of a kind of a snake oil, if you <laughs> if you will. Which I don't like that word because I've been in the starter fertilizer business forever, and those were snake oils, oils too at one point. Yeah, time, so true. But uh, you know, I guess the, the biggest thing I could say is that. I think they're here to stay. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of benefit to them. I don't think you can take one bug and jug from one side of the country to the other. I think it's mm-hmm. very much soil dynamic mm-hmm. as far as what it can do, where it can do it at. Especially you get north in some of that muckier, colder soils, things just act different. You know, yeah. Same thing if you get further south in Texas, and it's a whole different environment there too.
1: Yeah. I mean so, that kinda goes right along with like we'll get calls, guys will say, Well, I'm down here in, you know, this part of Texas. What do I what should I set this for? And it's like, Hey, you know you know your <laughs> conditions a whole lot better than I do from a phone. That's right. In in Illinois. That's you gotta right. know what works, what doesn't in your That's area.
0: right. That's right. I, I think the biggest thing here is that from our dealers to the growers that we, we touch and, and 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 recommend and consult every day is that it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> The whole space is a mess, the system is a mess. I mean you have tons of companies entering the market, tens of bigger companies that are grabbing these pieces that are good, they feel as good. Mm-hmm. So how do we figure that out is to be determined? I guess you know there's yeah. a lot of research being done. Uh, we got a lot of in research even at the PTI farm that we do some stuff with. Mm-hmm. so I think that's that's kind of like the entry point is is like are you gonna try it? Sure but just be, be aware that it's a mess and that, you know, we can try to help as much as possible, but you know, it's, it's kind of hard to, um, you know, what to use in every acre, I guess, so to speak. So,
1: yeah. What would, what would some advice, and we're going to jump to the advice portion a little early here. What would some of the advice be as far as like, say you got a guy who wants to get into biologicals. He doesn't know like a, how do I know which research is going to be beneficial B, I don't know what biologicals that are being sold on the market are going to, you know, how they're going to perform in my area. How would you go about as you're thinking about getting into biologicals, kind of sifting through the studies that, you know, maybe they work great in the Carolinas, but they don't work so well in the Dakotas, mm-hmm. right? How do you, how would you recommend, um, either where to go to find trusted studies or trusted information, or maybe it's a study that they do on their own farm in a in a plot.
0: Yeah, no, I'd say I'd say a lot of it is, you know, look at your local consultants, see what's going on. If there's a particular product you like, look, they have regional data a lot of places. A lot of their, find their regional groups. I mean, you know, it's it's so hard because to, to find localized data all the time. You know, we do a lot of great research at PTI Farm, but it's central Illinois. It doesn't always feel good when you're east or west or north or south. But there's a lot of folks that do it. Even university trials are doing quite a bit of this too. You know, mm-hmm. big companies, Corteva's, the BASF's, so the World um, they're all doing major trials. So it's more or less along the line of finding somebody you trust, whether that's your local, you know, f- fertility specialist or your mm-hmm. local seed guy even. I mean, there's a lot of biologicals in the seed study as well. But, you know, it's just trying to find that local guy that can give you good resources for
1: the time being. Yeah, finding someone that's keeping up on <coughs> all of that stuff Correct. as Correct. it pertains to your area. Right.
0: I think the biggest thing with precision planning and the way I look at it and we look at it is the fact that I don't care what product you want to try or or research or do, the good thing about us is we have the best placement in the industry. I mean, most of these companies are asking us to, to come partner with them because we have Furrowjet, we have conceal, we have the best placement there is. And I think that's where from our standpoint, like, you know, is the world water's messy? Yes it is. But at the same token, we have the the best placement. So why can't we use utilize no matter what you want to do? You know? Yeah. So whether you wanna be in furrow or off the side of the furrow or in through conceal, you know, I think that's where our message needs to lie at the very beginning anyway. So
1: Yeah. And this may be for my for more my own edification, but when we talk about placement, is there are there more benefits to how we or the the options that we have for fertilizer placement in relation to the seed? Are there more benefits with biologicals to where we place it versus maybe your traditional not biological fertilizers or like how does the placement tie in with the biologicals? Um, yeah. I yeah. mean, how does it, how yeah. does it tie in?
0: So I think basically, you know, most of these are going to be a very low use rate type product. So they're going to be ounces per acre. And mm-hmm. so they're going to be want to be as close to the seed trench as they can be. Some of them will tell you they want to be on the seed. Some mm-hmm. of them want to be off the seed, but not very far. The other nice thing is we can actually with our furjet product, with the three three way banding, we yep. can put one single band on the seed, and then if we need to put the sugar or the stimulants on the outside of the band, we can put those through the wings. And mm-hmm. that's the unique piece that no one else has. Yeah. You know, and, and there's a lot of them will tell you that some products don't want to be next naturally right next to the sugar or the or the, the biostimulants, but yet we can put them close enough that when they're old enough or they're they're able to take on that nutrient package and then they're they're ready. Mm-hmm. They're right there, you know. So
1: Yeah. I do love and I'm I'm sure. Most of our listeners have seen that um, that animation oh, of yeah. when yeah, FuroJet puts it down. It's really awesome to see how that can, you know, as that plant grows um, and those roots develop, we can start to get into that nutrients that's out, you know. Further good. away. Yeah, yeah, further away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was trying yeah. to think of the exact measurement off yeah. the top of my head. I couldn't. Wow. Yeah.
0: You know, and that's the thing. The nice thing about Conceal, too, is that that product, you know, in your nitrogen sulfur space, to be able to put it, just below the subsoil, for so you have lose no denitrification mm-hmm. is is amazing too, right? So you put it just below subsurface, and then, you know there's a ton of microbes and micro biologicals that want to go with nitrogen too. So yeah. you know it's kind of like feast or famine. Find your niche and yeah. go with it. You know, like I said, when it's a mess, I mean it's a I mean there's I think there's I have a map here. I wish I could show it. It's like 1,400 companies or something crazy in this space, and it's it's huge. You know, and you know if you look at the money the I mean, 2012, $2 billion in sales for biologicals. Now, two, 2021, $7 billion in sales. <laughs> I mean, that's huge. And now yeah. in 2022, they're up to $13 billion. And then from some studies yeah. and some research I've seen, they're expecting like $24.6 by 2027. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, there's so much money there that, you know, I understand the adoption is going to be irregular because right. there's no regulation to speak of, but everybody wants to play in that space. I see value there. It's just a matter of finding the niche or the, uh, the place that needs to be, you know? Right. So, yeah. So if you, if you think you're going to be here, they're going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no getting around it. Right. Know? I mean, plus, I mean, you look at the other side of the coin of, you know, consumer demand, you know, people are wanting more biological type stuff, right? They don't want synthetic made anything anymore. So, right. you know, there's, there's biostimulants for biopesticides, bioinsecticides. I mean, what's that look like? You know, the, the there's tons of markets that are, that allow that space to be there too.
1: Yeah. So now with it being biologicals and not, not synthetic, um, how does that impact like guys who want to be organic? Are there, are there biologicals that would still classify them as organic?
0: Yeah, most of them do. I mean, most of them have to go through the organic certification still, Mm -hmm. but because there is pieces of them sometimes that are synthetically made as far as like the way the process is and and the way the bugs are consumed or or held in suspension and things like that. Mm -hmm. But most of it is, yeah, It's it's can be organically compounded, yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, I that,
0: that market, we don't, no, nobody knows what that looks like in the future. Yeah. But, you know, people, yeah, people, people, you know, the consumer demand drives certain things certain directions, right, as long right. as it makes economical sense. Yeah. So. <laughs> Whether you believe that or not, that's just the way it is.
1: Whether we want it that way or not, that's the way it is. Well,
0: that's right. But, you know, and then part of that, too, and, and it's kind of an off topic, but yet, a bigger topic some other time is the carbon in the RSCS mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, all of those will qualify for that carbon credit. So, yeah, you know, that's another huge factor of agriculture right now is the carbon stuff. So, yeah. you know, what does that look like going down? We don't know. But that's why a lot of them want to participate there, too, because not only can they gain revenue and traction, have a new greater, latest, greatest thing. But, hey, you know, on the backside, we might get some carbon credits out of this
1: deal. Yeah. So. Before we kind of move on, anything yep. else that you want to, to hit on? I know we kind of talked before doing this about it being more of an overview of some of the things that are happening with biologicals, kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to dive in before we kind of shift shift a little bit?
0: Um, no, not really. I think more to come. I, th- I, I think that maybe somewhere as we get into this a little deeper, we'll go maybe have a, another session or something a little more specific and try to dive into some products maybe or some research that we've seen that works and some things that we like and, and, and that type of deal. I don't know, you know, I don't want to make a commercial. I right. don't want to <laughs> make recommendations for anybody because that's right. not what I would like to do or what precision planning likes right. to do. But the same token, we do want to see if it works or it don't work and make sure it's a good return on investment, you know. And so it gives that, like you mentioned earlier, like the other piece of say, hey, yeah, these guys looked at it too. And this is kind of what they found.
1: Yeah. Know, so And it's just, you know, it's it's starting to become big. It is. And, and we... We want to be knowledgeable of it, and we want mm-hmm. ev- all our listeners to be knowledgeable of That's what right. you know what's going on. That's why we do this. We want to be smarter every season. <laughs> That's, <laughs> right. Um, That's right. So yeah, no, I I look forward to to more future conversations as we get more into the weeds and better understanding sure. of the way everything is trending. Um, so a few episodes ago, we had Caleb Schlater on, and he was talking about some uh, some things that can be done in high interest rate markets to offset some of the cost of making your your operation better every year. Um, we've talked a little bit about some programs that are going on that might make it easier for someone to put on furrow jet or maybe conceal or something like that. Mm-hmm. What are some of these programs? Um, what do those look like?
0: Sure. So, you know, a lot of what we do is uh, what we call our partner programs. And that, that's very vast because we have a lot of, a lot of different programs out there from chemical mm-hmm. companies to biologicals to even some organic folks that are talking with us. So, um, you know, I guess hit a couple of big ones. You know, we got Agriliquid, which is a national company, very, very good, very high-driven company, good quality products. You know, they got they have a good Smart Start program. Um, it's our liquid products only, so like you know, all of our conceals, uh, Furrow Force, first, excuse me, Furrow Force, Furjet, um, and some of those pieces qualify. So you're talking five hundred up to five hundred dollars a row, um, and in the next second year, you could go to seven hundred fifty dollars a row by adding. You're increasing your or your amount of gallons, 500 gallons per planter row. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, that's good for uh, up to two, uh, basically through March of 2024. So, okay. basically all you need to do is reach out to your agroliquid supplier, um, mm-hmm. get your precision planting technology, put it on your planter, have your invoices together, and then put it through, and they come through our portal, and you know the rebate gets paid out by by agroliquid. So awesome. Uh, Nature's Alpine does a, a similar product with that. They've been with us a little longer here, so theirs is twenty cents a gallon for any product that you use, um, up to a three-year deal. They'll do a max of twelve thousand um, dollars, but they have a minimum of forty-one hundred gallons total. So, okay. their thing is they can u- you can use their starters, you can use their BioK products, you can use their their um, micronutrient packages. Okay. All that can add up through the whole year, which makes it kind of okay. nice on that end, nice. too.
1: So. so you can tie that into sprayer passes, too, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So
0: that's what's kind of nice about those guys. And, the, you know, they are have advanced from just liquid products to all products for, for precision planning because they've realized that there's a few guys that have been kind of got the liquid system set up mm-hmm. and going, and what else can we help you do? Yeah. That's kind of where
1: they're at That's now. awesome. So yeah, yeah. Just trying to make make your operation a little bit better easier. Sure, no, sure. That's fantastic. Yeah.
0: And uh, then Marco, obviously, here at Illinois is great, great provider for us as well you know they're up to 25 cents a gallon for their boost product and then uh, same deal three years up to three-year deal up to the cost of the initial part of the equipment so they have an excellent tank program involved in that too so okay cool and then we have um like a pivot bio is one of the biological companies we currently work with they have a national program Uh, it's for their proven 40 product only it's not just a precision planting deal it's a national national equipment so it's a three-year commitment Uh, 520 acres minimum would be a $5,000 rebate and a thousand would be a uh, $10,000 rebate. So they have, they have some good stuff going on there too. I mean, the pivot bio stuff's interesting to me. It's, you know, there's a lot of research being done. I think there's a lot to be learned from that product yet. So
1: yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's kind of an exciting time with everything that's starting to take off (laughs) (laughs) to kind of see where everything is going. It's,
0: It's funny because, you know, like I said, I've been in the starter world for I mean, twenty years, yeah. you know, and to watch where it came from to the laws and valleys of it all, mm-hmm. where we are today, you know, it's, it's kind of it keeps dip, dip, dips and backs, and keeps coming back through each time.
1: Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. No, that is <coughs> awesome. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then one other one is FMC. We do a lot with those guys. They're, you know, they're obviously a, a chemical company, so they're fungicide, insecticide pa- packages, they have a really nice program put together as well with us, and they've been doing a lot of that basically plan a row initiation and kind of how do we get things going early in the spring and whether that's a starter package, a fungicide, insecticide, and furrow and things like that. So they've been a great partner as well. So,
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, Stu, you've mentioned a couple times that you've been in starter or you have experience, like 20 years of experience mm. with starters. Um, what's what's some advice or what are some things that maybe you've seen done over the years um, some pain points that guys can stay away from as far as like, you know, how do I select a starter? Where do I, you know, uh, it, it does the adage, you know, th- the most expensive pair of tires you buy <laughs> is the least expensive, right? No. Is, is that kind of, you know, true to this situation or kind of what are your, what are your thoughts as guys are selecting their starters and whatnot?
0: Right. So I, I think I would start with, you know, Always buy a higher quality product. Know what you're buying, knowing what you're getting. You know, the 80-20 rule of 80% ortho, 20% poly tend to stay towards the high quality, lower salt type products because they value the value of them and being them in the seed trench with the seed is valuable because mm-hmm. seed burn does happen, you yeah. know. People will shoot me probably, but 1034O does not need to be in the row. I mean, I have a hard, hard problem with that because I've seen seed burn even in the best conditions. You know, mm-hmm. it's may not be a yield robber, but it definitely does slow things down and leaf development and things like that. So, you know, I, I think that would be my first advice is to make sure you're buying a high-quality product, knowing what you're getting, knowing what you're paying for. Secondly, I would say no matter who you buy from and who your trusted advisor, your consultant is – you know, whether it's an AgriLiquid or a Nature's or a Marco or a Stolar or whoever these companies are, whoever can service you the best and whoever you trust to get you that product is who you need to go with. Mm-hmm. You know, us as precision planning, myself would tell you that these these people are great. All of them are across the country and finding out where you can not only pick the product up and get it, but who's going to be able to service you and do all those things, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And we say that because precision planning, what do we strive on, right? We're a service company. Right. <laughs> and so that's important to us. You know, I want to make sure that, not only are our products are working and applicating the the starter in the right way too, but that you're having no problems with the product that you're buying and you're able to get it and and service it. Right.
1: Um, Last year in training, I know I hit on seed burn just (laughs) a little bit from the standpoint of we got to make sure we're applying things correctly so we can avoid the seed burn. Sure. So that kind of hits near and dear to my heart a little bit. Sure.
0: Sure. The other part of that too is, you know, sometimes people get tied up on this three to four or five bushel increase all the time. but Mm -hmm. My, my consensus for a lot of years has been, is there yield increases? Absolutely. Yeah. But what I've always seen typically is when you use a starter, a good phosphate program on corn especially, you see higher test weights and lower moistures in fall. So mm-hmm. some people forget to put that dollars and cents back to yeah. your ROIs because you have higher test weight. That's worth, you know, more. And obviously if it's a drier, your moisture content, what's your price of propane or natural gas to dry that crop?
1: You know? Right. Yeah.
0: So that's that's always been... People are like, oh, I didn't yield. I didn't yield. Well, what, what about the rest of it? And actually, you probably did yield. You just probably didn't have a good enough check. Yeah, you know?
1: got to so. <laughs> make sure we're factoring in all the factors, <laughs> not just that's, right, not that's just right, what we're initially seeing.
0: And I think one other, one other point, too, is that <clears throat> to me, um, micronutrients are worth their weight in gold. I think mm-hmm. zinc should be in everything. Borons, to some extent, you know, a lot of the calcium pieces are getting more. Sulfur, obviously, is huge in my mind, too. You know, I, I don't put sulfur in the row, though. It makes, makes it with your nitrogen through the conceal. But yeah. You know, there's just a lot of these, I think, are simple practices yet, but yet, you know, a lot of people still don't adopt all the time, you know, and it's sometimes the first thing people pull out is their micronutrient packages or they reduce their starter packages when it, especially when it comes to tougher times and tougher margins. But the reality is those are probably the most important things, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, what's our first key? What's our motto, right? We, emergence is key, right? We need to, right. to get that corn plane up out of the ground as quick as we possibly can. Well, that's what a starter is
1: going to do for you and the micronutrient
0: yeah. package is going to do so for you. So.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And, and two, I want to kind of jump back a little bit to, you mentioned having products with lower salt. I mean, that's just going to be helpful on your equipment in general, Sure, sure. It's gonna, yeah. you know, help the the longevity of that equipment and not, you know, not have too much buildup and that's right. And you tend and to, you tend to have
0: less you. problems if you start mixing these biologicals and things with that too. Right. Mm. I mean, cause that's going to be the next piece is, is to go back to the basics and your true mixing order is going to be kind yeah. of a refresher course because some of these, won't mix with high salt. They won't, you know, the salt will kill the bug or kill, you yeah. know, not, not let the stimulant work the way it's supposed to work, you know.
1: Yeah. So what I'm hearing is uh, we all have a little bit of research <laughs> to do.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. You know, the hardest part is I've ever found is is that to convert the dry guy to the liquid guy is hard. That's the hardest yeah. battle. You know, if you can get him to do that and get them to commit to, you know, because a, it's a mindset change, it's an equipment change, it's a, you know, a backup you know, where they have to have supply people that are mm-hmm. bringing them liquid and things because they don't always match up with a planner, right? Right. But once you get those guys converted, you never see them hardly go back. But I, what the ones I see do quit starters have always been because they had a quality issue somewhere mm-hmm. and nobody addressed it. You know, it's yeah. a, a plugging issue or it plugged every furrow jet or every EM flow sense or whatever the, the case yeah. may be is because typically comes back to, well, we just threw everything in the tank and we agitated as it drove down the road. You know, so... <laughs> You know, and that's great, but we just kind of got to know. I just don't want people to have a bad experience because you typically don't come right. back from that very easy. You know, yeah. so I guess that would be my biggest piece of advice to most folks. If once you convert a dry to a liquid, make sure you can service them. Yeah, you know, and make sure they're having a good experience because they will. You know, nobody wants to to wash things out two or three different times. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and you know, teach them. Yeah. <laughs> teach them. Teach them. Teach, em, teach yeah. them. Like I, we, and during training, we talk about. uh you know, one of the things of, of software, I'm on the software team, uh, for training is we got to be able to teach our growers so they have a good experience. Like as you're converting guys, we got to make sure we teach them the do's and the don'ts. Mm -hmm. So that way, like, yeah, it may cut down on your service time, but also it's going to cut down on their frustration. That's right. That's right.
0: And like I said, it's, it's, it's all about finding somebody that you feel like you can trust and can service you mm -hmm. on all
1: aspects. So yeah, absolutely. Anything else? Anything I'm missing?
0: I don't think so. No, we kind of went through a little bit here, but like I said, I hope maybe as we get through into this, we'll maybe dive a little deeper. Um, as always, like a, you know, my contacts are out there. Research your RMs. I mean, we do a lot locally in the our in your regional markets with, with liquids. So you know, I know some people have a stronger places than others. But if I can help in any way, please reach out to me. I can definitely help that.
1: So yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's a that's a good call out to say if you have any questions or or show ideas, um, go ahead and shoot us an email at smartereveryseason at precisionplanting dot com. And if you have Question specifically for Stu, sh- still shoot that um, email in, and we'll uh, we'll get in touch with him, and <laughs> yeah, we, we can, can get it. you an answer back. But that's um, right. Yeah, and we got winter conference right around the corner. We're excited yeah. about that. Like it's am excited. Be a fun It'll be my time. first
0: one. So I've been here almost a year, and this will be my first winter conference. So I'm pretty excited to see how how this all goes down. So yeah, it's yeah. an experience. I it's, bet it's a I fun bet.
1: experience. I bet. Well, Stu, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, I thanks know for having me. It's fun. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, everyone's crazy busy, so it's yeah. always always a good time to that's right to get a good conversation in. So. That's right. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we will see you next time on Smarter Every Season.
0: Thanks.